Hello, welcome back to Petricorp. I am Shaptorshi and today as we complete a month of this podcast, uh, I will start with congratulating all of us and I hope this goes on, this relationship, this journey, this these conversations, they go on for many, many days to come. And as I do that, I am very disturbed. I'm extremely sad, extremely angry and at the same time very helpless. I feel very helpless because what the country is going through, how things are getting worse with every passing day, I'm very afraid and I am very sad. what I can do, what I should do. I have a voice. I have my pen. I have my blog. I have my podcast. So, I try to do whatever I can. I know I can still do more. I would always try and I hope everyone tries. This is not about any religion, about any community, any caste, any creed, any gender, any sexuality. It's about human beings. It's about all of us. It's our country. We love this country. We are very proud of this country, of the roots of this country. And this, the roots of this country are today strong because of everyone who resides in this country and who has contributed towards making the roots strong. It's not about any one community, any one religion, any one caste. No one can claim that this is only mine and no one else's. It's ours. And it is our duty to see that this India is again returned to its glory. Its actual roots where everyone lives happily with everyone by their side that's what India is and today uh, the person whom who's writing I would be reading out that's someone uh, I adore I can say I almost had a crush on this man yes uh, this man is no more but his harsh truths unsugar-coated harsh brutal truths are something that have inspired many that has that is something that when I still read I feel my god this man was something and this man is loved by many I'm sure he and I feel that this these people the people like these writings like these they are more relevant now they are very relevant they need to be read these words need to reach out to every person out there it's the need of the hour this man is Khuswan Singh. Yes, and this is from one of his memoirs called Absolute Khuswan. This is a non-fiction. It's an article uh, 
what he felt he writes mostly like from his own life there are many many small chapters one of the chapters is on communalism that's the name of the chapter so i would read out from that please be with me i think all of you will like it and all of us will think after listening to this so here it goes the 90s were dark times for india fascism well and truly crossed our threshold and dug its heels in our courtyard we let the fanatics get away with every step they took without raising a howl of protest they burned books they did not like they beat up journalists who wrote against them they openly butchered people for believing in a different god the carnage in gujarat the mahatma's home state in early 2002 and the subsequent landslide victory for narendra modi spelled disaster for our country the fascist agenda of hindu fanatics is unlike anything india has experienced in its modern history the saffron tide was rising and i was very afraid that it would destroy the nation for the first time i was seriously concerned for the country's future modi is a murderer and advani and he have a symbiotic relationship they help each other modi helps advani win elections from gandhinagar and advani in turn exonerates him from the charges of the 2002 gujarat riots I feel strongly about the communal cries of certain political parties especially the parties that believe in hindutva soon after the babri masjid was destroyed i had asked the bjp's kr malkani how many more mosques will you destroy what about the repercussions hasn't the atmosphere been fouled forever there's been one incident after another ever since the killing of christians in kandamal muslims in gujarat the bangalore pub incident the venom in varun gandhi's speech if you spare such intolerant people full of hatred you breed many more but we never seem to punish the culprits who are fouling the atmosphere has anyone been punished for the gujarat pogrom for the mumbai riots in fact the recommendations based on the findings of the shri krishna commission report have not been implemented till date advani's rath yatra from somnath to ayodhya leading to the destruction of the babri masjid on december 6th 1992 was the one event that pitchforked him to the center stage and reshaped india's politics advani more than anyone else sensed that islamophobia was deeply ingrained in the minds of millions of hindus and it needed only a spark to set it ablaze he claimed that breaking the mosque was not on his agenda that he actually sent murli manohar joshi and uma bharati to plead with those who were on the rampage to desist if that is so why were the two seen embracing each other and rejoicing when the nefarious task was completed 
we don't have to wait for the verdict of the Liberian Commission to tell us what happened. We saw it with our own eyes. At an event at the IIC, I even told Advani to his face in front of an audience, You have sowed the seed of communal disharmony in the country and we are paying the price for it. In his memoir, he recorded the jubilation that followed at the site along with his triumphal return to Delhi. The repercussions were worldwide. Enraged Muslims targeted Hindu and Sikh temples from Bangladesh to the UK. And in India, relations between Hindus and Muslims have never been the same. There were communal confrontations in different parts of the country. The serial blasts in Mumbai, the attack on the Sabarmati Express in Godhra and the massacre of innocent Muslims in Gujarat can all be traced back to the fall of the Babri Masjid. However, the BJP got what it wanted. It reaped a rich electoral harvest, winning many of the elections that followed and eventually installed Atal Bihari Vajpayee as Prime Minister and LK Advani as his deputy. Advani is now their candidate for the top job and he asserts that he will not allow the Babri Masjid to be rebuilt. The one time Advani faltered in his steps was when he visited Karachi in 2005. He had praised the speech Jinnah had made at the Pakistan Constituent Assembly on August 11, 1947, calling it a classic exposition of a secular state. It might well have been so, but Jinnah's speech was delivered at a time when millions of Hindus and Sikhs were being driven out of Pakistan or being slaughtered and an equal number of Muslims driven out of India. It was the bloodiest exchange in which over a million died and over 10 million were uprooted. Advani's eulogy must have pleased Pakistanis. It was badly received in India, particularly by his colleagues in the RSS and BJP. The RSS and BJP have realized after the 2009 elections that they are on the wrong track. I think that the downfall of the BJP has begun. They won't be able to gather the mass support that they want. At least Manmohan Singh apologized in parliament for what was done to the Sikhs in 1984. The BJP should apologize for the Babri Masjid demolition and for the Muslim massacre in the 2002 Gujarat riots. All along, the one thing that has dictated the parties that preach Hindutva, their one motivating factor has been Islamophobia. Their agenda has been anti-Muslim and they have been untied in that. In fact, today, when Mohan Bhagwat says that the RSS is open to other communities and has Muslim and Christian members as well, it has to be taken with a pinch of salt. I feel that today the general public has rejected their policy of violence and hatred. At least that's what I hope. 
people all over the world are feeling more insecure today than ever before and they are seeking refuge in their religion i have always wanted to bridge the gap between sikhs and muslims when i was awarded the rockefeller fellowship in the late 50s i decided to write the two volumes of the history of the sikhs under the auspices of the aligarh muslim university atal bihari vajpayee had raised this issue in parliament saying he saw a sinister move in it in 1999 when the christian missionary graham stains was brutally burned to death while he slept in a scar with his two little sons i wrote against the attacks and i wrote strongly against the violent attacks against christians in kandamal 2 years ago a great majority of english speaking indians have at some age of their lives been to missionary schools or colleges or a hospital managed by missionaries and nobody has ever tried to convert these indians there i think we have no gratitude for those who have served us selflessly in fact when arun sauri wrote about conversions hitting out at christians i pointed out at him that he owned his own education to the christian missionaries then he wrote against islam and fatwas i cornered him again I even invited him home to dine with some of my Muslim friends to show him that he's wrong about what he says about the Muslim community. He's even written against Ambedkar, but the situation is grave. It is really upsetting. Earlier the CIA was blamed for all our problems. Once when some students clashed with the police over cinema tickets, Gyani Zell Singh said the CIA had a hand in it. Now it is the ISI and Pakistan, mind you, is using the same strategy. They are the blame raw for all their problems. It's not just a Hindu-Muslim problem, nor a Hindu-Christian one. We have become intolerant. We have no compassion or understanding for those who are different from us. I think most Indians don't realize the magnitude of the communal problem in our country, in spite of the signs being writ large in recent years. The intolerance that people have shown and the politicians have fanned these flames is disgraceful. the way hussein's paintings were burned or the shooting of a film stopped or the ways changes were introduced in history books and school texts the hate propaganda against the christians and muslims false theories that the christian population is going up because of the conversions when in fact the reality is that the christian population in india has actually gone down and the sang capitalizing on old prejudices about muslims that they are multiplying at an alarming rate when the census figures clearly show that the rate of growth of the hindu population has been higher since independence in almost every communal right the muslim loss of life and property has been almost 10 times that of the hindus 
it's a sad day for the country if muslims have to survive like the hindus and christian minorities do in pakistan this communal violence these prejudices is what worries me the most about this country i am not optimistic but one should fight one should make every single effort to save the country and openly challenge and take on the men who are creating trouble and destroying the country we have to battle with them at any cost give it back to them abuse for abuse if we love our country we have to save it from these communal forces even though the liberal class is shrinking i do hope that the present generation totally rejects communal and fascist policies that was kuswan sings on communalism a wonderful write up so relevant so brutally honest and this was published back in 2010 kuswan singh passed away in 2014 very sadly and i don't know what he would have written if he would would have been alive right now maybe it's good that he's not here anymore he would have felt very bad seeing what has become of this very beautiful country of ours what we are turning it into with every passing day anyways we have to fight we have to be optimistic we have to bring back india to where it was and we have to make it safe we have to make this place a happy home for everyone living here from every community from every caste every gender every sexuality every one this is our home this is our love this is our nation we all love it every language every culture every person speaking in languages unknown to most of us across the nation loves this country in their own way and we need to acknowledge that that diversity has to live on it's very important okay so i hope everyone listens to it thinks about it and if you like it please subscribe to my channel do share this with others and let me know if you like what i do if you don't then also let me know let me know if you want to read want me to read something in particular and where will you reach out to me you can reach out to me on instagram or facebook and i will provide the links in the description of this podcast till then stay safe stay happy stay positive and take care bye